Check who's on the track next, never half fast like All right, what's up? It's Ronnie B. Pro 17th Podcast, man. I've been gone for two weeks. I'm having technical difficulties. I forgot how to use my own equipment, but yo, we're back. We're back at it. God bless all of you guys that are tuning in live. If you're watching this on replay, God bless you. Uh, let me know if it's sounding good. Uh, we're back at it. Memorial Day. I never know whether to say happy Memorial Day or, or however, just remember Memorial Day. Uh, if you saw the thumbnail, this is the day that we take to remember the fallen ones that have died for our freedoms, which right now seem to be at the brink of being lost, to say the very least, if they're not lost already. The the government is absolutely corrupt and ridiculous. Um, you saw the intro there with Donald Trump and his message that he put out on Truth Social this morning. I've still yet to see any of that stuff from the Biden administration or any of these rhino hacks, these Satanists in office right now. Uh, but for those of you that have known someone that has died in service, God bless you and God bless their soul. Um, we should always pray for our lost and pray for the ones that are in the military right now, especially under this crazy presidential and White House uh, situation, man. Now, who knows what's going to happen in the coming months in regard to Ukraine, in regard to the military industrial complex to begin with. I've done stories as well about how so many of our veterans and people in our military that just want to do a good job and, 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 you know, provide and protect our country and serve the country. And, you know, a lot of them were kicked out of the military because of not having COVID shots. Um, you know, we've seen that purge happen all along the lines of all of our public servants, including police officers and doctors and what have you and firefighters. But um, we just want to take this little moment right here to just say, God bless the fallen ones that have fought for America and, and gave the ultimate sacrifice, man, and died so that you and I can uh, be on the internet talking politics and talking society and, and, and also talking about Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go, man. It's been a great uh, two weeks that I've been off for those of you guys that are the regulars that watch my pro one soldiers out there. But um, those of you guys are new, my name is Ronnie B. This is the pro one seven thoughtcast pro one seven.com is the website. Pro 17 stands for Proverbs 17 in the scriptures, which reads, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Okay? In order to have a successful uh, country, in order to have a, 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 a well-oiled understanding of how things work in this universe and in the country and in human, human behavior in general, you have to have a biblical worldview. It starts with the knowledge of God. It starts with the scriptures. It starts with humbling yourself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It starts with all of that, praying, understanding who the master is, who the true king is. It's not Joe Biden. It's not Carl Schwab. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're here to rep that. Ronnie B here rocking with you on this Memorial Day. So God bless all of you. I'm glad to be back, man. I'm glad to be back. A lot of uh, stuff, uh, updates. The website has uh, been updated revamped i'm working on a project with my wife right now that's taking on a lot of time as well but i will be back every day at 3 p.m that is my mission that is the cause that is the calling that god has put on my heart to spread the message of the gospel across the interwebs <laughs> and uh, also to uh, try to spread some truth and as we get ready to come into this 2024 election season right amen so again god bless you guys on memorial day um, I want to say something right now in regard to uh, Memorial Day. Last year, I believe it was Kamala Harris and a lot of these other people didn't really acknowledge the troops, didn't acknowledge the fallen troops. Um, we still have the situation now with Ukraine and Lindsey Graham has been trending in the news on, and on Twitter, I should say, which is the real news nowadays. It's not the, the NBCs and the CBS and the CNNs anymore. We know the real news now is online, the independent journalists, right? But Lindsey Graham has been trending, and I did a video way back, and it's really unfortunate sometimes, man. I think about all the times that the great videos that I did, man, and I'm not just tooting my own horn, man. I did a lot of research on stuff. I was the first to hit a lot of these topics, but Lindsey Graham was one of them, and two, when this Russian-Ukrainian situation started. And Lindsey Graham is a perfect example of what a rhino is, what a fake Republican is, and he's also probably what the perfect epitome of what a closet homosexual is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all see Lindsey Graham, you know that guy is a closet homo. But nevertheless, 
uh, you know, he is one of these warmonger, war hawk types, like with Dan Crenshaw and all these other people, Mitch McConnell and all of them. And, uh, you know, it just goes to tie us back into why Donald Trump was so important. As, as flawed as he is and as many things that he's done wrong um, as far as policy concerns, in my church service yesterday, our pastor said, you know, it's like you have a chance to pick somebody that's empirically evil and, and demonic and the Democrat candidate and Joe Biden or anybody there that wants to cut your, your children's breast off and uh, want to champion abortion and kill a million babies a year and uh, send our dollars to other countries. Or you can pick somebody that's a little less bad than Donald Trump. And, I, and, and in this case, you have to pick the lesser of the two evils. I'm not one of these people that are going to sit here and say that you should just not vote for anybody because you don't like the other candidate. You know what? The, the, the Donald Trump is not supposed to be your church pastor or your youth softball coach. He is a president. There's a lot of uh, back scratching that needs to go on in politics, I'm sure. We talked about this several times as well. So when I think about Donald Trump and the flaws that he has and, the, and some of the policy mistakes that he has have, at the end of the day, I have to think, that right now, that is the best choice for us and for America. Amen. What do you guys think? And on Memorial Day, you saw that video that I played from Donald Trump. And I think it's very important to understand that he was the one president that hadn't got us in any wars, man. We, we seem to overlook that. They don't talk about that on the mainstream media, you know? He made the Abraham Accords. We were, we were doing swell, exporting energy here in the United States. America first. America first. But they would have you believe that he's the Nazi. They would have you believe that he doesn't care about the American people. I beg to differ. I, I, I don't see how that's possible. When we have a president right now that, first of all, doesn't even know where he's at half the time. Second of all, it's a robot or a clone or whatever the hell Joe Biden is. And third of all, that it could care less about red-blooded Americans. Okay? So we here, we rep MAGA. Make America great again. And that's not only has to do with Donald Trump, that has to do with Americans and our lives and our families and our God in Jesus Christ that seems to be forgotten here in the United States lately. We need a revival. We're seeing a lot more people starting to wake up and look out and, uh, you know, looking for something. Christianity, they're looking for something. People are waking up. There's a big call right now. This is going to be the biggest revival uh, probably in the history of the United States, man. I saw somebody talk about how the Bible is, is is the biggest book and the most printed book in everywhere across the world, okay? We have the internet connections now. People are getting the gospel message out now. People have clearly seen the evil that exists in this country and in this world, amen, yes or no? If you cannot tell right now that there are evil people and evil forces at work in this country right now, then I don't know what to tell you, man. So I ask you, which side are you going to align yourself with? Are you going to align yourself with the darkness? Or are you going to align yourself with the light? Do you want to stay on the side of deception and lies? Or do you want to align yourself with goodness and truth? Jesus Christ said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. No one gets to the Father but by me, the only way. To, to remedy this situation on a macro level in this country is for us to cry out to God like Israel did in the Old Testament. Amen. And on an individual level, the only Savior and hope you have is not Donald Trump. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. Get in your scriptures and pray. We got a lot to talk about, man. I tell you, man, this is such therapy for me when I get on these, uh, these thought casts. I'm so glad to be back, man, because we needed this and we need Jesus, man. And so that's a long intro here to talk about what we want to get into today. I want to talk about this Hillsong documentary on FX. Now, coincidentally, uh, my pastor, John MacArthur, out here in Los Angeles, uh, just did a sermon this past Sunday regarding that because he must have watched it. And uh, I just want to touch on that and say a couple of things about the Hillsong thing. Uh, but I also want to talk about the Pride Month coming up and all the things that are going on. Like, like I said, I've been gone for two weeks. Well, we got to talk about some things. Some of it might be a little bit remedial for you, but some of it's going to be uh, kind of a new take on the transgender stuff and Pride Month coming up and ramping up. And again, where are my Christian people at? Where are you at? We have to not confront these people 
uh, in a way that's not loving and merciful, but we must stand for righteousness and we must preach the truth. We cannot keep in continuing to lie to these people when they honestly already know what the truth is. We must confront them with the message of the gospel to pierce and slice through that uh, veil over their eyes and to cut that sin to the bone and hopefully save some of these elect that are right now caught up in the devil's whims here in the LGBTQ community and transgender community. We cannot sit here any longer and just allow this stuff to happen because the slippery slope has slipped and we're at the bottom of the slope. Look at Target, look at all this stuff. So we're going to talk about all that as well. So thank you so much for rocking with me, man. God bless y'all, man. Hit the like button on Rumble. If you're watching on any other streaming platform besides Rumble, please go over to rumble.com slash pro17, man. Or you can watch it on the website as well, pro17.com. The website has been revamped, so God bless you guys, all right? So let's get into a couple things here. <clears throat> I want to start it off with just some 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 stuff that's been a little bit um, bothering me. And since I've been gone, we have to talk about this because this affects me here. Being a Los Angelino, I got to talk about the, uh, the L.A. Dodgers, man. So I'm not going to touch too much about the Target stuff because I'm sure you guys are familiar with that. But I got to talk about the Dodgers, man. Um, the ESG credit score thing, as you can tell by now, is a real problem for companies and corporations because now these companies and corporations are being held hostage by this ESG uh, global social credit score in order to get funding, in order to get these tax breaks. These corporations now have to bow down to the whims of these Chinese people and the small hats that run BlackRock, State Street. And what they're doing is basically undermining these American companies against their wishes. I don't think a lot of them really want to do this, although some of them do. We saw the Target company CEO say that this is what actually he wants. And there, there are a lot of them like that, but there's a lot of them that aren't. But when you look at the fact when we boycott these companies like Target, like Budweiser, like Bud Light, there's a big Bud, uh, Anheuser-Busch Bud Light plant right up the street from our house here. When we boycott them, and yes, we want to see them lose money for doing what they're doing, but who really gets affected, man? It's not the elitists. It's not the elitists. It's the working people like you and I, the delivery truck drivers, the people that work in the grocery stores, that stock the shelves, the regular individuals, the regular normies, the ones that are probably more than likely conservative, the ones that probably go to church and sit in the pew right next to you. These are the people that are getting affected by these billions of dollars lost by the companies. Now, I'm not saying because of that that we shouldn't stand for our convictions and not purchase these products. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that, that there's going to be casualties of war, but it's just unfortunate that it has to come at the expense of our brothers and sisters in Christ and our regular people that are just out here trying to make a living. Now, I think this has also been part of the plan, which makes these, these demon, you know, ESG demonic forces that are trying to, you know, bring this Marxism and communism to America, it just makes it almost like diabolically genius when you think about how they're doing this. They're basically destroying America from the inside, not only by indoctrinating our children, but by destroying these American icons like Bud Light. If we the, Ameri if we, the American people are not going to stand for this, which we shouldn't by any means, this transgender stuff, this sodomite behavior that's going rampant in the country, the only export that we have as Americans is gayness. But if they want to destroy us, they have to destroy the companies that we love as Americans. And that's going to, in turn, hurt Americans. So I don't know what the answer is, but that is just a fact of the matter. And basically, it's getting to the point now where there's not going to be any products at all that you can purchase without having to support these companies with the pride flag on their company logo. You know, Pride used to be a week, then it became a month. Now we have seasons. It's been coming out. There's dealing with anything was two months ago. The Target thing is recently, you know, like getting ahead of the game. I mean, like they, they want to take over the whole year. The whole thing is wants to be normalized as just the whole gay America. A degenerate, reprobate America. So now, which is a long way around to get back to the Dodgers, is where it's even in your sports teams. 
And I know for a fact that baseball players are the most conservative sport probably besides the UFC, right? They have, we probably have the most conservative people playing baseball that are Christians and Catholics, right? You think about all the Latin American players. You think about all the uh, the Middle Western, uh, you know, American white players there. Man, come on, man. Most of them are Christian. So how come they're not standing up for their convictions? You cannot worship God and money. I saw an interview with um, Jason Whitlock and Robbie Starbuck over last week, and he was talking about Robbie Starbuck, that is, that he's in contact with a lot of these Major League Baseball players, even on the Dodgers. And they are just afraid to say what they need to say. Like, I, I, I mean, I understand it's millions of dollars. You care about your family, man, but at what expense, dude? You want to make a million dollars for your family to turn around and the dollar not mean anything by the time your your child is old enough to spend the money that you're making for them because you let the country go to absolute hell? What about if the dollar and the banks crash and the dollars don't mean anything and they just become just empty, useless pieces of paper because you didn't want to stand up for your convictions and fight back and use your platform as an athlete to so you know to 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 champion the things of your God Jesus Christ if you if you're a Christian man like why are you allowing this why would you put on a pride jersey if you were a Christian baseball player you saw the russian guy Ivan Provorov that I did the video which is one of the right before I got deleted off youtube he stood for his convictions his jersey became the number one selling jersey in in the national hockey league all it takes is one of you guys in the Major League Baseball realm, man, to get out here and fight for what's right, man. Because they can bash Christians no problem all day. If somebody was to do the same thing that I'm about to show you with the uh, sisters of, what is it, uh, uh, Perpetual Indulgence that were at the Dodgers game, the anti-Christian hate group at L.A., if that was somebody that was anti-Semitic, do you think that the, the 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 people would stand for this? Do you think the Dodgers would have them be hosted on their Pride Night? If it was a if it was some sort of a group that was anti-Semitic, do you think that the Dodgers or any of these sports organizations would be willing to have somebody come and honor them on a Dodgers night when they were? Islamophobic and they were talking junk against Muslims. Absolutely not. But for some reason it is, it is permitted here in the United States and especially here in SoCal, Los Angeles area, you can easily get away with bashing on the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is by design. That is intentional. And like I said, in other videos as well, that is the only reason why we know well, it's not the only reason, but it's one of the main reasons why you should know that it is the one true faith, the one true living God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go. But I want to bring up some stuff, man. <clears throat> this is a picture of uh, the said group that I was talking about. Hold on a second. This is a picture uh, of them, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And I want you to take a look here. We're not talking about something of somebody just making a joke, a religious joke, or anything like that. We have a literal clowning hate group and a disgusting set of individuals. Now, I know a lot of Christians don't like to show cuss words on their videos when they make content, but I think it's important for us to see it. What are we going to run? I'm, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of these soft Christians, man. Where are the warriors out here fighting for righteousness? Yes, we must pray and all these kinds of things, but we have to expose evil, expose sin, shine the light on it. Yes or no? Look at the screen here. This is what happens for the people that are going to be honored at Dodger Stadium on Pride Night on June 16th. And I can guarantee you there's going to be a protest. As a matter of fact, I might be there myself on the 16th at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. They've gotten huge backlash from the Latino community that are predominantly Christians and Catholics. But again, I'm asking you, where is the church, man? 
Where is the church? Why don't I see more uprisings and more outrage from Christians out here? They're just going to keep walking all over you and us until you tell them to stop. So that's the sisters of a perpetual indulgence. Again, clowning on the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <clears throat> I uh, when I saw this and I was and I wasn't making videos at the time because I was busy doing my stuff last week. Uh, but I was absolutely sickened by this. But uh, and I wanted to jump on and do it. But again, I just have other obligations that I had to take care of. But I want you to watch this video right here, Ron. They're not really hate groups. Stop being so sensitive, you you MAGA terrorist Christian. I want you to answer this question and 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 be honest with me. Could you get away with this if this was against Jewish people? What about if we had Abraham on the cross like this? Or what if we had Muhammad on the cross like this? Do you think that we'd be able to get away with this at Dodger Stadium? I don't think so. I don't think we'd be able to get away with this, people. I think I'm having some lag on the video. I'm sure you guys can't um, see that as I'm, monitor I'm monitoring it on my other uh, screen here. But, uh, yeah, that's basically the, the sisters of perpetual indulgence, the ones that are going to be honored <laughs> at Dodger Stadium on Pride Night. Uh, so I'm having some issues. So let me look here at uh, the chat. Hey, Mia, what's up? Yo, I'm glad to be back. Thanks for tuning in, babe. I really appreciate you, Mia, for all your support. God bless you and your family. But the but the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, man, that's what we're dealing with here. And it's not just them, man. There's the, it's all over the place. We've done the shows on Target in the past. Now Target is back in the news. And like I said, for the sake of time, I'm not going to get all that stuff right now because I just feel like it's redundant. I'm sure you guys have all heard them stories already. <clears throat> but I do want to show some other things as we get ready for Pride Month. And I want you guys to really understand what we're dealing with. And I wanted to, I want to hope that it would, would light a fire under your butt to make you want to do something about it. Again, not be hateful, not be disrespectful, but be honest and truthful in love and tell these people what they're doing is wrong. And if you care about them and you care about their eternal soul, then you should be one to stand up and tell these people the truth and that there is love to be found in Jesus Christ. They don't have to do and live this lifestyle that they are living right now. You know? Um, so I want to pull this up here too, man. We talk about the pride month. And this is the sad thing as we look at Memorial Day today, that Memorial Day has one day, right? Uh, Christmas, we get one day. We have Black Lives Matter, Black History Month is a whole month, Pride Month. We got people that died fighting for our freedoms in this country. They get one day. Easter is one day, although we have Holy Week. But as Christians, you know, we should be worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ every day of the week, seven days a week. Amen. Yes or no? But you can see <laughs> this is this is what we live with nowadays. Okay. 
And this is what people are considering normal. And now I'm telling you now, uh, what you see in the news media broadcast and on television isn't the majority. And like I said in the intro here, there's a lot of people that are out here looking for something. They're looking for the truth. They're looking for a savior. They understand something's wrong. The evil forces are at work against all of us, against God, against the people, against humanity. And I think they're they're starting to wake up. But when you see things like this on your screen, people are saying, mm, this is not right. The people that are causing these outrages and these targets aren't regular, normal conservative people. They're just regular, normal people that have probably kept their mouth shut, even though they don't agree with it. But nevertheless, they will, when you see it in your target, it's like, okay, enough is enough. Is this where it stops? I want to know. Because it should have stopped a long time ago with the gay marriage stuff. But is this where we're gonna is this where we're gonna draw the line? I want to know. Let me know. Because uh this 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 debauchery, this this disgusting stuff on your screen right here doesn't deserve a whole month. It needs to be thrown back into the pit of hell where it came from, man. Period. I want to play something else in regard to the target thing. I know we heard about the story, but I wanted to play this uh, little clip here. Uh, I actually play some of the graphics on this so that you guys can see it in case you were unaware about what's going on and why I tell you, get your kids out of school. Newly revealed target marketing VP holds a senior position at an organization lobbying for secretive transgencies in K through 12 schools get your children out of public school i can't say it enough this is the most imperative thing that you must do as a parent get your kid out of school because when they come back flaming you're going to understand why when child protective services comes knocking on door because they want to transition and you said no and they want to take your kid away with these kidnapping laws that they now have in California that they're trying to put through. State-sanctioned kidnapping of your child if they want to have a sex change, if they want to keep things secret from you. The government wants to take your kids. The demons want to take your kids. Brought to you by Target. Vote with your pocketbook on a daily basis. Anything that you spend money on should be something. It shouldn't have to be so political. Back in the old days, it wasn't like that, but now it is. And like I started to say earlier, man, it's like, you know, what, what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do in the situation of uh, when, when basically all these corporations have flags up now? And another point to just say real quick, segue off, is Jason Whitlock the other day made a good point. And I think we need to do this as Christians. I think just like with the Bud Light situation, conservatives are taking back the beer. <laughs> But we need to start taking back the rainbow, man. You know, that was a promise made to humanity from God telling us that, hey, man, I'm not going to destroy the world again through the flood, right? So that's why when it rains, we have the rainbow. We need to start taking that back. We got a, we got a culturally appropriated, right? That's a big thing from the woke tards on the left, cultural appropriation. <laughs> You, you can't do that. You can't have braids in your hair if you're a white girl because that's cultural appropriation. <laughs> you can't sell tacos. You can't make tacos, white boy, because you, you know, you, you're stealing from Mexican culture. That's cultural appropriation. You can't dress up as Pocahontas, little girl, on Halloween or at a costume party. Little white girl, because that's cultural appropriation. But these degenerate sodomites can come out here and steal God's rainbow from the whole Christian population of the earth. And we just sit along here and take it like no big deal. And we don't do anything about it. We just let them run with it. I think if you want them to get to stop that, that's probably the only, one of the only ways that we can do it if, is if we Christians take back the rainbow flag, back to put it back and at its proper place with God and Christ. And with the people of God, the righteous through faith in Christ, if we do that, maybe that, that, then that'll stop these uh, degenerate sodomites, these corporations from not wanting to do it anymore, right? And if they continue to do it, it'll just shine a light on what the true intent of the rainbow is, Jesus Christ. So that's just something, food for thought. What do y'all think? Yes or no?
I think it's a good idea. I think we should take the flag back. We should start rocking the rainbows again. Uh, you know, just clown on these idiots over here, these sodomites, and let them know, hey, what you're doing with the flag is absolutely disgusting. You culturally appropriated Christian culture. And we're going to take the flag back. We're going to take the, the rainbow back. And so every time they start posting these flags, it's going to start reminding people of Christians, right? I don't know. Let me know what you think. I think it's a good idea. So again, thanks for rocking with me, man. Ronnie B here. Please make sure you hit that like button, man. Share the video with your friends. We're back after a two-week hiatus trying to take care of business, man. Uh, and what I wanted to say, too, which I, I kind of got off the screen here. Let me just give me, finish up that one topic here and finish reading this about the guy from Target. Carlos Saavedra, who's in charge of Target's brand marketing, is also the treasurer of GLSEN Gleason, Target's Pride Month partner. Gleason is pushing for school districts to adopt policies that will hide from parents their child's in-school gender transition. Oh, great, right? Provide free sexual explicit books. Force gender ideologies into curriculums. Days ago, it was revealed that Target had donated $2.1 million to the organization and began carrying LGBTQ-themed children's clothing. Will you be shopping at Target? Nope. And my wife says, nope. <laughs> so uh, th that's what we're dealing with, man. And I and I don't know what else to say. It's It's kind of gotten to the point where it's just clown rolled right now. Um, and uh, I'm going to leave it at that for today because, you know, I told you I'm going to be going extensively hard on the pride subject throughout the month. It's Thursday is the first. So that's going to be the first day. But I think we're going to be seeing a lot more people standing up and fighting against this debauchery. You're already seeing it now with the Target stuff, the Bud Light boycott, et cetera, et cetera. So keep fighting out there, people. Keep fighting for righteousness. Keep spreading the gospel. All right. Now, with that being said, with spreading the gospel, I want to get into the next thing here, man. I want to talk about the fake mega churches and the Hillsong documentary that's on FX. Now, it's kind of amazing, too, when you think about how things happen in like in like clumps. Remember when they made these movies back in the days? It was like Armageddon came out and then it was that other movie with the asteroid came out at the same time. There was like uh, 18 again and big. And you know what I mean? They always come in like twos and cycles, right? Uh, when When Hollywood gets on a trend... They, they usually beat that trend until it dies out. So Hillsong right now seems to be the trend because I've seen there's like my wife and I were trying to find a documentary and it turns out that there's like three or four different ones. Hulu just made a new movie about it. But um, I think the reason why they're making it so popular and all this kind of stuff was because it's not what you think. Like us real Christians understand what Hillsong is. We understand what the mega church function does. We understand that it's like trying to be easy believism. They are trying to capitalize on emotion. They are trying to be like the world instead of being against the world, right? Separating from the world and be uh, a Bible preaching church and a Bible teaching pastor. Instead, they have this pop guy that wears this Harley Davidson jacket, which again, your clothes don't matter that much. But again, he's not preaching the word. He's always talking about I, 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 me, 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 uh, evoking emotional type stuff. We know that Hillsong was also a Pentecostal um, uh, denomination in Australia. So that's, you know, you, you know what I, uh, what I'll say about that. I'm not going to bring that up right now about the whole tongue speak and the emotional falling out, just like rock concerts, people fainting because they're having an emotional experience that doesn't equate to that being godly or the Holy spirit that just equates to you having an emotional reaction to things in your brain and to being, uh, misled. And so when you have things like the Hillsong, and you have uh, things that I watched like on the video with these certain people that used to be in the congregation that used to go to that church. Once things don't happen the way they want to have it happen, they get turned off and all of a sudden they say, I don't want to go to church. But what we need in America is more Bible believing, Bible preaching churches. That's the only way people can get converted by preaching the gospel as it is intended, not by doing shows with laser lights and, and preachers with their pants hanging off their butt, showing their crotch and their shirt buttoned down to their belly button. You know what I'm saying? That's not what, what's needed. What's needed is to feed off the word of God, period. The bread of life, right? The water of life. Jesus gives life. But they're not talking about Jesus. They're talking about easy believism and other things like that. So I brought up some examples of the Hillsong thing 
I wanted to show you a couple of clips that I found online in regard to what they do as it is a warning to you. If you're in a church that teaches these kind of doctrines, I don't focus on sin. They focus on uh, what could God do for you? Like he's some sort of genie in the bottle that you rub it and then it comes out and all, all of a sudden you get your three wishes. That's not what Jesus is. You have to die to self, man. Jesus died for you on the cross because he loves you. Now, do you love him enough? Do you love God enough to die to yourself for him? That's the question. Do you do you want to go to heaven because you feel like it's because that's where the riches are and you can have this mansion and you can have all this material things and, and streets of gold and emeralds? Is that the only reason why? Of course, we all love those things, but will you still want to go to heaven if God wasn't there and you only had your material possessions? It's a question, food for thought, right? Would you want to go to heaven with all of the unlimited resources and perfect weather and perfect wealth and no more pain and no more tears if God wasn't there? That's a question to examine yourself, people. Ask yourself that question. <clears throat> Um, I want to play this little th intro right here of uh, just the commercial of the of the Netflix documentary because I want to come back and and bring it <clears throat> to you guys again. Uh, I just want to do kind of like a part A on this show because I'm going to go back and watch the rest of the episodes and maybe discuss it with you guys if you guys want to talk about that show because to me it strikes a chord with me. Uh, so if you're not familiar with the show, I want to play just a little trailer here for you so you guys can check out and see what exactly it is what I'm talking about. All right, check it out. The whole song is a megachurch, and Carl Lentz is the celebrity pastor. People idolize him. I had some major lies. He said, I've been unfaithful. Carl was fired, but there was something larger happening at this church. They were protecting something. What are they protecting? It's child abuse, labor abuse, sexual assault. We are fearful of what is ahead. I've never seen anything like this. FX's The Secrets of Hillsong. Okay, so you see that. Now, when you watch the actual video, uh, it starts off kind of like on a good tip, showing how it's a fake pastor and how this guy is like an actor and how he's really just kind of, um, again, he's one of these pastors like Joel Osteen uh, that will try to, 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 to get people to come to the church based on easy believism. Like I said, it's like the genie in the bottle. Oh, you need money? Come to church and pray and we'll give you money. Oh, you like rock music? You like to be... Uh, uh, a uh, reprobate demon and out in the streets. No problem. Go to the club, go get tore up. And then the next morning, uh, come, come on in and we'll have you the way you are. Oh, Oh, you're gay and you're transgender. Don't worry about changing yourself. Don't worry about any type of repentance. Just, you know, be your gay self, uh, be your transgender self, go do your thing on Saturday night, go have your gay orgies, go get your monkey pox vaccine shot. Sunday morning before we even go to sleep, come on into the Hillsong Church and we'll take good care of you. That's basically what it is. And it was it was more based as like a corporation uh, and a profit margin type of a thing. Like a lot of these fake pastors are and these fake pastors do like Joel Osteen, these mega churches, than actual being true Christians and preaching the, the gospel. Um, this was a nice little meme here that I saw in regard to this, too. If it looks like a business, if it acts like a business, if it profits like a business, then it is in the church. OK. Now, granted, I mean, this is and this is the problem when you have to deal with these secular humanist people, the ones that want to bash true God fearing churches and true pastors that want to preach the word of God honestly. Right. And rightly and live a holy lifestyle. These churches that want to do the right thing, they get the back slack from from situations like this hillsong thing okay because now you have people that say oh you see christians as a whole you know christianity is fake the church is fake the church is is a bunch of liars revoke their tax exemptions you know because you have evil demons that i talk about what's the quote i always say that they the devil will disguise himself as an angel of light okay that's the biggest problem. I did the show on that a couple months back as well, or a couple weeks ago, talking about how the biggest problem right now is not the devil even in the government, man. The problem is, is that the devil has infiltrated the church, the fake pastors in the church, the Mike Todd video that I did, 
okay, on Easter, where he doesn't even know how to preach an Easter sermon. How are you a pastor and you don't even know how to preach an Easter sermon? I can get up and preach an Easter sermon. These, these pastors don't want to have their congregants confront their sin. You have to hit them in the face with the sin. You have to see it. You have to know your spiritual condition. And then when that happens, the person is confronted with the choice. Okay, I see my my sinful, helpless condition as a fallen sinner. Now I can either continue on this lifestyle path or I can humble myself to the Lordship of Christ and move on over and, and ask for forgiveness. Okay? If you're in an environment like Hillsong where they don't do this and they think that everything you do is okay, just be you, be the best you that you can be, come get money from the church, you know, just ask Jesus for a million dollars and you too can have a private jet like this Carl Lentz character pastor. If that's the way they're going to preach to you, you're never going to see any repentance. It's like the uh, the parable of the of the, which one? It's of the... What is it of the plants that grow in the Bible where when the where you, the, the 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 parable of the sower and the seeds, right? Where seer, where the 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 sower is throwing seeds out and the ones that shoot up and the and they dry out with the minute as soon as they hit the sun, that's that's these fake easy believers and people. They're never really truly converted. Because they've never truly been convicted by the Holy Spirit because they haven't heard the true gospel. They haven't been confronted with their sinful reality of their own wickedness, man. To actually understand your spiritual condition and understand how wicked you are as a human being, you know, to stop fooling yourself and act like, oh, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not, dude. <laughs> how many of us think that, you know, or have thought, or maybe you're watching this video, watching this channel for the first time. You think you're a good person? Not a good person. Under whose standard? What's the standard in which you measure your goodness? Because there's always going to be somebody better than you, but you as an individual are going to say, well, at least I'm not like that guy. At least I'm not, I'm not a murderer. I'm not a killer. Well, let me ask you something. Have you ever took anything that wasn't yours? Then you're a thief, right? Well, no, I'm not a thief. Well, I mean, because if somebody kills somebody one time, they're, they're labeled a murderer. He only did it one time, right? He's a murderer. Have you ever told a lie in your life? Ever? One time? Of course you have. You probably lied like five times today. So you're a liar. And Jesus Christ said that, you know, murder is also if you hate, if you have hate in your heart towards somebody, then you've already committed murder. It's the thought, right? It's the thought. It's the heart condition. So if, if you hate somebody, you're already a murderer. So you're a lying, murdering thief. That's God's righteous standard. It doesn't matter what you think. Just like it doesn't matter what you think in regard to what love is and what love is love. It has it makes no difference what you think. The only absolute empirical truth standard is what God says in his word. Amen, yes or no. That's the only standard that matters. God's standard. And you have to be hit with that as, as a pastor. You got to do that. But see, these people don't care about that. They just care about making money. When you ask... Uh, Carl Lentz about this situation about gay people in the church. Oh well, we don't. What, what was his line? We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't have con uh, condemnations. We have conversations. Oh, you're slick. You should be a politician. Your pastor, when they ask him about homosexuality, should tell you straight up that it's an abomination according to the Word of God. Period. And also, you can caveat that with like, look, man, it's not just homosexuality it's any sexual sin outside of marriage is an abomination and we all have committed these acts of sinful lifestyles man that's what i always say it's like you know these these people that are gay think that it's because oh well it's because you you just self-righteous and you think that no man like we understand the grace of god and the mercy that has been given to us by believing in christ understanding our spiritual condition and we want that for you too you can be healed from your depression and your wickedness man your guilt It's available for you. There is a peace in Christ that is, that is beyond comprehension, man. And these pastors are taking advantage, and they're going to pay their due penalty for that when they come to meet Jesus Christ if they don't repent. That's for sure. <clears throat>
But I wanted to play this other clip here, man, in regard to these fake pastors. Uh, if you follow Ali Best Stucky, man, I'm a big fan of hers. I haven't been watching her much anymore since I'm not on YouTube anymore. I don't want to, you know, give them any of my money really anymore. I don't really like to watch YouTube since I've been having my channels deleted off of there before. But I want to talk about like this this video here and Beth Moore and Ali Best Stucky talks about Beth Moore a lot. Um, this this is it's just another situation of how we see a lot of these people that that pretend to be pastors because but they want to they want to twist and bend the word of god into their own particular situation okay the the bible is is a one size fits all word of god and you have to bend the will of your life to what the bible says we don't bend the bible and make it do all kind of matrix you know wave dodging bullets and stuff based on your particular situation okay if it offends you it's supposed to offend you if it hurts you, it's supposed to hurt you. If it brings you joy, that's what it's supposed to do. And that's how we have a society that will know the difference between right and wrong because it is empirically written in the scriptures. Amen? Let's go. It's empirically written in the scriptures what right is and what wrong is. Moral law is written in the book. And it is also written on every one of your hearts, Romans 1. So we already know these things. But for some reason, you have people, again, like the Hillsong guy, like Joel Olstein, like T.D. Jakes, like all these other fake pastors, Benny Hinn, and all these people that just want to get money. Uh, and then you go to the female pastors, Beth Moore, right? These, these, these people that act like, well... That was written in the olden days, so therefore, you know, we could still have women pastors. Dude, no, there's a reason why God has ordained men to be teaching other people and to teach the congregation. It's not because women are not worthy. It is because God said so. Okay? That's it. Okay? Women have other gifts and other responsibilities within the church. They can do everything else. You just can't be the pastor. But, oh, in this world of feminism, and, oh, we need equity. Oh, we need equality. Here you go. And what has feminism and this women empowerment movement done? All it has done has destroyed society. It has destroyed the country. Okay? You look at the the family structure since women have went to work. You look at how just the the... The, the lesbian gayness rate, you look at the voting patterns of things that are swaying elections now, how things are being uh, championed based on emotional rank and status and feelings from the Democrat Party and the leftists and the Uniparty, right? All these initiatives and the gay stuff and then the abortion movement, all these evil things that lead to death and the wages of sin is death. All of these things have come from or marketed from feminism. Death. So when God said there should only be men pastors, he said it for a reason. And what's the reason? It doesn't matter what the reason is. God said it. Are you, are you, your arms are too short to box with God. You want to fight with God? Go ahead. Take it up with him. He said men teach the congregation. And that's it. Okay. But we have here Beth Moore. This person here that thinks that, well, she knows better, so she's been doing it for 30 years. And I want you to listen to why these type of teachers are in error. Listen out of her own mouth how she explains that she teaches or preaches the Bible. Again, trying to go around the subject of saying, oh, well, don't say that I preach because they say that I can't preach. Just say that I teach. Like, dude, like God knows what your heart condition is. You know what you're doing. You think you're slick. You're not slick. Anyway, let's watch the video. Thing, I underline it and know the Lord's going to do a new thing. Where if it had been marked yeah. five years ago, I'd have been blessed, but I wouldn't have felt like, boom, there it is. So you've been preaching and teaching for 32 years. 32 Here's years. Here's a fun, practical question. When you come to a text that you've preached multiple times, what and, have been some, I guess you know, the Bible's world, one practice. I only teach. Rich, you've got to smile with me about okay, that. Okay, here we go. So you would not call what I do in my world preaching 
Oh, I'm so sorry about that. I'm sorry. You, you know, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Teaching. Yeah, I know. Yes. You've never preached before. We know that. We know that. I just teach. teach. Yes. When you when you come they to leave something. That in. Oh, please. Let them we can edit. Please leave that. When you teach, but when you teach and you come to something that you've taught two different times, this is one out. Like I guess one aspect you've gone. I got a new Bible. Yes. How do you how do you see the passage different? Because I think that's honestly that's a question I would love to know. Because well, I'll come to Mark two, the story okay. of the paralytic. I've preached that three times. How much? How do I see it from a new angle? Oh, absolutely. I think this is wonderful because that's the thing about fresh revelation. Because remember, there are so many times when someone say, Beth, I'm looking for a fresh word. And I always love that. I know what they mean, but I always think, you know, here's the thing. We've got the same scriptures that we've had now for centuries. And so, for instance, Rich, you and I may have the same Bible that we've had, say, for instance, five years. Yeah. At what happens now, all it takes is a new personal situation. This is what makes a now word yeah. out of revelation that's been on the page for centuries and centuries and centuries. And suddenly, I'm in a new place. All it takes is the original, that word that's been on that page forever in a brand new place in my life. Wrong. Sorry, and I know my video is coming in really choppy. I'm sorry about that. I think the audio is good for you guys, so you guys can hear it. For those that are watching on audio only, or excuse me, listening on audio only, um, you probably heard the message, but again, that, that, that is what heresy is. And this is what the problem is in, uh, the Christian church right now, man. It's people like this, like Beth Moore that think that they can dictate what is for now. It was written back then. So it doesn't apply anymore. No, that's not true at all, man. God is unchanging. He's always the same, right? His word endures forever. But but again, these people want people to think that you all, I can be a woman and preach because I can apply it to myself. I preach the message this way, but now I have to find a fresh new revelation of how to say it a different way, how it means to me today. <laughs> That's eisegesis. You're adding meaning into the text instead of exegesis, taking it out of the text. So I'm having problems with the video there. But um, yeah, I'm going to follow up on the Hillsong documentary. I want to talk about it a little bit more. The easy believism. Uh, the minute the pastor starts talking about uh, me, 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 I, 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 or he starts talking about to you in in the pews, you, 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 you deserve you, 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 or me, 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 me. You need to get up out there and run. And these people, majority of the time, are not reading scripture out of the Bible. They're coming and talking their own personal anecdotal experience. They're not talking about what it says in the Word of God. And that's how you know that it's an error and you need to get up out of there. Okay. So there's find a good Bible-believing church in your area, man, if you don't have one. And there's plenty of resources online, man. I'm telling you, man, you need to you need to watch RC Sproul's videos, John Piper videos, uh Paul Washer, uh, Vodi Bacham, of course, my man John MacArthur. Uh, th there's plenty and plenty of great theologians that you can find online and find yourself a good Bible-believing church. The problem is a lot of these people that want this kind of um, Hillsong church is because they want to be sinful and they don't want to be held accountable to their sin. Okay, they, they want to do what they want to do. They want to live their life size and, and feel like uh, Jesus is some side piece that they can use uh, when they need to scratch a lottery ticket or whatever, or when they want to feel good for like a couple minutes and to, and to make them feel... Uh, like they did their job for this Sunday. And so they're not going to hell because they went to Hillsong church and sang songs with Justin Bieber. It doesn't work that way. All right. Um, so thank you guys for watching the video. I want to put this up on the screen here, man. The website has changed. I'm happy loading up new stuff, man. I hope you guys feel like you uh, want to check out the pro17.com shop. I got some fresh stuff. Father's day coming up. I'm gonna have a whole new father's day line of stuff that I'm going to be putting up there on the site coming very soon, probably by this weekend. So make sure you do yourself a favor and check that out. I'm going to have like barbecue aprons, t-shirts, all that kind of stuff, cool stuff for your dad, hats and everything. So make sure you uh, get the man and the father in your life or, or brothers or whoever in your life. Give, give your, your guys some love, man, at the pro17.com shop. All right. So always remember, man, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instructions. Proverbs 1 7. God bless you guys. I'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m., with fresh content. Jesus is Lord. God bless. Peace.